1: Hey gang, thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. Today we're talking about purpose and what does it mean for a couple to have a unique purpose that kind of wakes them up in the morning and gets them excited. Um, I think there are a ton of really cool ideas out there. My favorite one though is to be for something, not just against something. It's a cool conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. Stick around. Got your water? Yep, I got my water. Um, can,
0: can, can I just check back with you? Do you remember when you went in for it to figure out what's going on with your esophagus and why you were sort of like coughing a lot? Um, what happened with that?
1: Inconclusive. Yeah. I got a prescription for like Prilosec or something and I took it for a while and it cleared up a little bit, but mostly I just have this like thick throat, I guess. I don't know. Or esophagus. Darn
0: you and that thick throat.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) I, know, it, I think it, I mean, I don't know, man, it's, it was weird. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't enjoy the ecstatic ex- experience and I certainly didn't enjoy having it be inconclusive.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, did I tell you, I mean, we're talking about health issues. I went in for a lot of like, just, I had really low energy and I went in, I got some blood work done and then I had a poo sample and then I have my adrenals tested, blah, blah, blah. And I've been on all of these vitamins, and I can tell you that I haven't had a, cu- a cup of coffee in the middle of the day. I haven't taken a nap in the middle of the day. And when my son wakes me up at like three in the morning, I think it's time to wake up. I'm like, oh, must be time to wake up. So at least my, I, I've, I've solved my problem on my end. You know, in case you Wait, were wondering, but because
1: by giving up by giving up coffee.
0: No, I didn't give up coffee at all. No,
1: so I, how I did you solve it? I don't understand it. A-
0: because I was deficient. I had a bunch of uh, basically Uh, like I, I, yeah. So I was, um, iron deficient and I had a, I had a parasite. I might still have a parasite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now you're taking supplements or something?
0: Yeah. I have a whole bunch of supplements that I take. And I know that you probably don't want to hear this, but I have very regular expulsions. Yeah,
1: that's right. Regular is good.
0: Yeah, it is good. I I'm not afraid to talk about poop. You're probably
1: too young for this, but there was a thing. Oh my god, what was it called? Um, I don't know. It was like a laxative, but it was about it. Its initials were something like DM or something, and it was like take a DM and a PM for a BM and the AM. Was there like there? That um, is too old. for logo. Me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, um, yeah. So, like I said, inconclusive.
0: Bummer. But I'm so glad how- that you're.
1: I'm glad that you're feeling better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, how did your water thing? It went
1: great. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I haven't had. I don't drink uh, diet coke at all anymore.
0: That's nuts. Did you? Can you? I'm just really curious. Unless I put I'm bourbon sure. in it,
1: sometimes I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So you're back to drinking, drinking alcohol, yeah, but I not can, drinking soda.
1: Basically, I'm down to water, bourbon, and beer. <laughs> and sometimes I'll have milk in my cereal.
0: Okay. All right. But did it. you finish cuz you were going for how many days of just water?
1: 21. Did you make it? I I there was 3 weeks. I I yep.
0: Are you lying to me right now?
1: I'm I'm just saying 21 days did pass and I did that's prioritize t- drinking drinking <laughs> water during that time.
0: How how long did you make it, cold turkey?
1: Of the 21 days, I made 14 total. Okay. So, so, um, there were seven days inside the 21 that I cracked.
0: Okay. That's, but not bad. Well, not too
1: bad. I mean, it not was too good. bad.
0: I mean, technically you would still get like a D because it's yeah. Right. Is that a D a C?
1: When I was in high school, do you know that my high school had the toughest grading scale in the country? Um, a, a 95 to a hundred was an A.
0: Yeah. And then a 90- no,
1: usually like 89 to a 94, 87
0: to a 94 was a B. Uh huh. Oh, wait. So 81 did you like to have A minus. A, 81 to an, I'm um, see, 88
1: to an 80 to 94 was a B. 81 to 87 was a C and an 80 was a D.
0: Woof. That's tough. That's tough. I would not have passed. I was just telling my little sisters that my first quarter in college, um, undergrad, I got a 2.78. I came out of high school so totally unprepared for college and I'm a good student. Um, And then and then I got into my major and started studying sociology and and psychology and communications, all the stuff I enjoyed. And I got straight A's. But uh, this is just the least interesting things about us. Um, we Speaking wanted to of
1: sociology and psychology and, and stuff. Maybe yeah. we should talk about that today.
0: Okay. Before we get <laughs> into that, I do want to tell you, I started reading a very cool book. Have you heard of the blue zones? No. Um, I'll tell you more about it, but that is the the book that I'm reading right now. And I'm pretty excited about it. And the reason why I wanted to talk about, what we're talking about today, which is having having um, purpose sure. and and sort of like greater meaning and purpose in your relationship is that it comes from this book that I'm reading, which is talking about the happiest people and the happiest places in the world. So I think it's like Singapore, okay. Denmark and Costa Rica are three countries, three specific areas in the world where people uh, score highest on happy factors. And one of the very spe- specific factors is having purpose, waking up with purpose hmm. in your in your day. And um, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about it. And that's kind of why, um, that's my segue, is that I started reading right this on. book. And we teach about this with our couples, having purpose in the relationship, greatest, greater purpose or greater meaning. But I think it's kind of interesting to just talk about in general, it, for a human yeah. being to have a greater purpose. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay, so- Um, yeah, no, I think that's right. And when I have couples come into my office, generally the first session, I want to figure out like, what is the purpose? What is their purpose? Not just for therapy, but in general. And do I told you about the dirty trick I play on them? No, I I find out if they have kids and then I say in about 15 years, your kids are going to be on some therapist's couch. And the therapist is going to say, tell me about your parents. Mm -hmm. what was their relationship like what was it like growing up in their house and um and they all start to freak out a little bit because if they if if they if they imagine what their kid is actually going to say they're probably at least in my office not super duper proud of it i said but now you actually have an opportunity to shape what comes out of their mouth and i make them write i make them write it down i say 250 words Like, it's going to happen. Like, what are the words that come out of your kid's mouth? And that actually is their purpose. It becomes their purpose. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But what happens if somebody doesn't have children? Because Then I say,
1: that's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Then I say, you're going to be at your 50th anniversary party, and some dude is going to stand up and say, let me tell you about these two and how amazing they are. Let me tell you about their relationship. So you don't have to, like, have kids to have this uh, thing, because some dude is going to stand up and say, let me tell you about these guys. Yeah. Um, and mostly, it just gets you I think it gets them out of their own sort of narrow minded thinking and gives them something to target
0: mm-hmm. is my goal so is that, my
1: goal is my goal, yeah,
0: yeah, so that I guess that's the idea of having purpose is like what mm, what wakes you up in the morning like what when you wake up, what are you going to do with your day, and how are you going to either have an impact or make a change or make this day worth living and i I, I think that I always get reminded when somebody close to me passes away or I hear a story about somebody who um, whose life ends really short. And I mean, we think of like living a good life as sort of living into your 80s. Um, and I think about the idea of like, wow, you know, you never you never really know. And what are you doing with each day? And based on like, when you lay your head on your pillow, how are you going to know that like, wow, I had impact on my day. I did everything that I possibly could to make this day worth living. Mm. Like I I squeezed the life out of today. And everybody's version of squeezing the life out of today is going to be different. And I think part of that is the idea of doing something every single day that has purpose. So... Not only do I have individual purpose of uh, impacting couples lives or, you know, helping to raise my child and make him an outstanding human being, but I would hope that my relationship has purpose. And that's specifically what I'm talking about is like, what, what is your purpose as a couple? What are you doing to create greater meaning in this world? Uh, Something that's bigger than yourself. Um,
1: Well, are you asking me personally? Like for, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Have you figured it out?
1: Well, we change a little bit. I think lately our, our purpose is we really want to be friends with our adult children. Um, Mm -hmm. we don't want our kids to have holidays roll around and be like, oh, we got to go be with my parents or they don't, or like, or trying to, you know, protecting their kids from the craziness that we created or whatever, you know? So we parent and we, we operate as though we want to, kind of set an example of what it means to be not the coolest people we know, but the coolest parents that we can to our kids, you know, um, that, mm. that, um, but it's reminds me too. Cause I, I sometimes I'll ask couples of this when they come in and it actually, actually happened just yesterday is I said, I'll, I'll usually say, and this, so <clears throat> sorry, when, <laughs> when therapy goes along, There's a, um, there's a process where it kind of starts to get stale or boring. Have you ever noticed? Because the couple's kind of, they're kind of like not really sure what to talk about and they've kind of tamed their conflict or whatever else. And so then I usually want to say, do you remember why you came in here the first time? And they'll say, oh, because of this. And I'll say, how's that going? Yesterday I asked that question and I had forgotten the answer, but this woman said to me, we came in here because we didn't want our marriage to be like either of our parents' marriages. Mm -hmm. And... And then we did the thing with the, um, in about 10 years, your kids are going to be on a couch because I think this part is really dangerous where your goal is to be unlike something.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I think, I think it's harder to like really create that sense of impact. If you're just trying to avoid say pain versus pursue joy or pursue, you know, some kind of objective. So that'd be the, that'd be the flip side of that coin. I think. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just trying to think of what my purpose might be, um, or our purpose as a family might be, and I kind of think that it revolves around what would be our core values and yeah, in our family,
1: adventure, right? Like, yeah, in I've our. I've heard you say that event, a bunch of times.
0: Yeah, it's definitely around ad- adventure, and so the I guess it's every day how do we live more adventurous lives, and I think part of it is just learning and remembering to play more often. Hmm. So. Little things will happen. Like when I put my head down on my pillow, I'm going to think, how did I have fun today? Like, how did mm. I make... Um today, more playful, more adventurous. Um, how was I curious about my environment around me and how did I teach my son the same thing? And part of it is, you know, when, when we get out of preschool, there's, there's this drive for me to just kind of go on with my day. So I go and I pick my son up from preschool and I want to go, go, go and go to the grocery store, get my stuff done. And when he says, mom, can I, can I play on the playground for, for a Mm -hmm. while? I have to just sort of lean on what is my purpose going to be today? And if my purpose is adventure, I'm like, hell yeah, play on the playground. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to play with you. Let me teach you how to shoot a few baskets. And we might be late. We might not go grocery shopping. The laundry might not get done, but I'm going to lay my head down on my pillow and I'm going to go, you know what my purpose today was? Adventure. It was not folding laundry Mm -hmm. and it was not checking the boxes of how to maintain life around me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is that I think one, I think we're out of touch with what our purpose might be. Mm. We might have a pretty vague understanding as a culture, As culture, as individuals, we're out of touch like we okay. we think our our purpose is to make money so we go and we do a job that we might be disconnected to and we spend 9 or 10 hours out of our day commuting going to work doing something that is just going to punch us in punch us out and then get us a paycheck so that we can go on and do things that we actually have passion and energy around and then and then what what is our purpose if it's not the thing that we do to make money i think you and i are probably pretty fortunate in that At least I'm assuming this is true. The part of my purpose in life is to bring people together um, in a healthier way. Does that make Mm. sense? So that we can can break through the barriers that are keeping us from connecting. Um, And so I get paid to do that, which is pretty great. So every hour that I spend working with people, I'm actually fulfilling bits and pieces of my purpose, my individual purpose. My individual purpose might be different from my couple purpose or my family purpose. And mm. that's more of what I'm wanting to know is, number one, what might be your individual purpose? What wakes you up in the morning? Number two, what is the purpose that you and your partner are both chasing together? And that's going to create more meaning in the relationship. Because if you're both working toward a greater goal together, that's going to deepen that relationship, keep it from being stale, give you the longevity that you're really looking for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm into it. Um, and it's pretty consistent too, with what we understand as part of the, um, I guess you'd have to say the seven principles that make marriage work, or, um, I sort of prefer in John's theory, kind of the sound relationship house, because at the top is this idea of creating shared meaning and, and, and making life dreams come true. But Mm -hmm. in that, in that way, you'd have to actually have some idea about what your meaning is and what your dreams Mm -hmm. are, you know? Right. Um, but I don't disagree with you. I think, especially in this culture right now, we have a, um, we have a lot of stuff to be against kind of back, like There's a lot of things that can make you angry or upset or, um, frustrated or anxious. Um, and I think it is helpful to kind of flip that over and say, but what am I going to be about? What am I going to be for? By the way, did you know that I, um, I quit Facebook?
0: Uh, I think I actually did know that. Do you know, do you want to know why? Um, because I get your notifications when somebody likes your page. Cause I, for a while I was like, Zach, you need to post on your, on your Zach Brittle therapist account. Um, and then I went, I went to like do something and I couldn't access it. So you actually, you quit legit. I
1: quit. I was, it made me, it made me mad every day. And I was like, I don't want to be mad every day. I want to be good. Good I want to do other things.
0: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) So anyway,
0: (laughs) Okay, go on. So you you interrupted yourself with your Facebook story.
1: Oh, I was just talking about how it really it is important, not just because you and I are talking about it today, but because couples that are thriving, they are proactively creating shared meaning. And this this episode, I think, will come out before we talk to Sam, but I really like mm-hmm. what he talked about um, in the future, in the future, when Sam talked about the thing that we heard yeah. last week. <laughs> um, this idea that... Um, it can be unusual. I mean, the, the, the shared meaning that you, that you have, it can be atypical, it can be even non-traditional. Um, but it it still reinforces your identity as a couple, um, mm-hmm. knowing that you have some kind of agreement around what's important to you.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I have a question cause I want to push back a little bit on this. Um, and that is this whole idea, this notion that you're purpose. And I think your purpose can change. Like right now we're both parents. We're in the thick of it. We're raising these people until they fly the coop. That's a, yeah, that's a phrase. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so fly the coop. Yeah. (laughs) I think my husband pushed back on it one time and now I second guess myself. Uh, but just in case he's never listening to this, I'm (laughs) right. He's wrong. (laughs) Um, Does he not
1: listen? Does he not listen?
0: He does not listen. I know Rebecca listens. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't listen to our episodes. I listen.
1: Sometimes I do. When I'm, when I'm curious about what I said, then I, then I'll go back and listen to it.
0: Yeah. I oftentimes will go back because uh, sometimes I don't, I don't necessarily hear you because I'm too focused on myself.
1: But I, I believe that hundred uh, yeah, percent.
0: I bet you do. I,
1: I will tell you this. I, um, I have listened to more of our podcasts since I quit Facebook.
0: Okay. That's so, one thing. That's one thing. Hmm. Um. So what I was uh, saying is that um, I, I may maybe it's okay that your purpose as a couple, like what makes you, what brings you together, creates meaning, is kids, right? Being True. the best parents you possibly can be. Yeah. But I also want to push back on that just a little bit because eventually those kids are going to leave, and I want for couples to have something that is just, just the two of them brings them back to being husband and wife or lovers or uh, partners or husband and husband, wife and wife, whatever it might be something that doesn't involve the kids greater purpose. I mean, your kids can actively be involved in your purpose because oftentimes what your purpose is as a couple, it drives the family purpose, but I, I want for couples to have the experience of this is just ours. And it doesn't necessarily involve the fact that we're also sharing mm-hmm. these roles as, as mom and dad or dad yeah. and dad.
1: Yeah. I'll say that to yeah. new parents all the time, because particularly for new parents, their purpose um, is really abundantly clear, which is keep this baby alive. Right. Um, and then it changes to keep this baby healthy or, or safe. You know, mm-hmm. now that minor teenagers, I don't, I'm not worried about keeping them alive or even healthy or safe. Like I'm worrying about keeping them responsible and, and, and again, uh, mature enough to, that they can enjoy a friendship with me as a grown up. But I, I will say to young parents too, like go ahead and start saving now for that trip you're going to take when the kids are gone, you know, mm-hmm. so, that, so that for the next mm-hmm. 18 years, you have this like secret stash of money that you're quietly and silent and, and, and privately building so that when they're finally <laughs> gone, you can, uh, you can hop a plane and go to Venice or whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Even that can be shared meaning in the midst of raising parents while the role of being a parent changes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have to tell you, so bringing this back to a previous episode where I talked about setting up my, my son's honeypot or honey fund, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I think he's up to like $1,800.
1: Did you see that lady that got mad at you? No. Yeah. So one lady. What happened? That oh, was an email that we got about, how, oh, some families are, are, and this is true. Some families are squeaking by. So the idea that I can just totally. save, you know, $150 a week or whatever it is mm-hmm. kind of, st- I think it stung her a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Well, my fund is not going to be the same as anybody else's fund. I am in a really wonderful position where my husband is the breadwinner. And so my income, um, because this is a passion of mine cuz cuz working with couples is a purpose mm-hmm. i could not not necessarily work and that would be okay um we've set up our lives in a way where my husband has taken positions where he's going to be our breadwinner and and i'm going to be really kind of focused on raising my our son um focused on him but yeah I, I would say and and the great thing about like the book the latte factor where i got this idea of skimming money and that's basically what it is it's just choosing not to spend money on certain things like your your diet coke fund Um, could totally go toward your fund when the girls leave the house for you and Rebecca to, you know, to go. So. You um, mean if
1: I repurpose the Diet Coke, I'm not drinking into savings.
0: Yes. Yes. And, and I made a a really big choice to do that. Um, I had probably a pretty big uh, home goods addiction, (laughs) uh, TJ, TJ Maxx addiction. (laughs) uh, And I just decided I was going to stop going there. And I think that it probably ends up saving, me, I would say probably about a fourth of the money that I put away for my son. And then there's other choices, not going to Starbucks. That's the whole idea. The latte factor is every time you go to Starbucks, you end up spending about $4 or more if you're buying a latte on a daily basis. And that adds up <laughs> anyway. Right on. Um, I didn't see that email. It probably would not have hurt my feelings at all, though. But I wanted to you know, let you know
1: that his <laughs> fund is out. going They've well. It. fund is working out. Good. Good.
0: It's working out. All right. So, um, I'm curious to know if any of you have identified either your individual purpose and then maybe more importantly, what is your purpose as a couple? What are you all Mm -hmm. about? What are you going, who's going to stand up for you in 50 years at your 50th wedding anniversary and say, this is what this couple's known for. And this is what got them together. Um, and what they're doing, you know, what are they all about? Yeah. Cool.
1: I'm into it. And I, I, and I think more and more, I'm into like hearing that, People, I'm being surprised by people's ideas, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. because mine are like I said, ours change quite a bit, and sometimes they're simple like generosity or hospitality, and sometimes they're more more nuanced like being friends with your adult children. But people come up with the coolest ideas, and I'm um, I'm open to hearing about them too. I am too.
0: Yeah. So if you want to send us your ideas, I would love love to hear about it. It's info at forbetter.us, Right? We still have that email address.
1: We do. yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Just mm-hmm. want to make sure um, I need to, I need to check that account more often. Um, but yes, if you want to email us and have me check the emails two weeks from now, I'll go ahead and read your response. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough, a tough three months, but I'm just starting to figure it out. And j- in there case you're wondering right now, I'm recording She's this back. on like the, f- the floor of my bedroom on my hands and knees. I look like a gorilla right now so that I can. It's
1: been fun to watch you get slowly more uncomfortable <laughs> for the last 20 years. <laughs> <I know. minutes. laughs>
0: yeah it's because i have somebody painting my office um i converted an old nursery into my office and it's being painted from seahawks green into a very neutral tone but um yeah now i'm very uncomfortable so we're gonna end this podcast (laughs) see you later (laughs) all right Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio in case you're curious about the book that I mentioned and you might want to read it alongside with me because I'm just on page 40 at the moment. It's called Blue Zones. If you go to bluezones.com, you can learn more about it. Thanks so much for all of your time and energy you put toward making your relationship better today than it was yesterday.